0: Love
1: Talk Radio Welcome Welcome to the Beautiful Butterfly Show Welcome to the Beautiful Butterfly Show
2: Where we provide a platform to inform, inspire, and motivate our listeners. Presenting you with amazing guests from entrepreneurs, authors, music artists, poets,
3: and more.
2: Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show.
0: Musical revolution coming. Yeah. A mixture of jazz, soul, and funk.
3: Hello, Selina, Hello?
4: You there? Can you hear me? I hear you. All right, we are on.
2: <laughs> Welcome to All the right. What show? How are you doing?
4: I am all right. I'm so happy to to be on your show. Absolutely my pleasure,
2: and and happy new year to you and all of those great things. And How is uh,
4: 2018 treating you thus far? 2018 has been lit thus far. I'm loving it. (laughs) Absolutely wonderful,
2: wonderful. And, of course, um, I think back when you came back um, on, uh, I guess, early part of last year, I would say, Um, we talked about um, self-esteem and the importance of um, building up our self-esteem and all of those things. And this time around, uh, you have brought us another um, amazing book. But before we delve into that, for the people out there, this might be their first time uh, being introduced to you and all of those good things. So tell the people out there a little bit about who is um, Arthur Stelina Goodwin.
4: Absolutely. Delina Goodwin is an author, a speaker, a woman on a road to simply finding her best self and living her best life. You know, I write books. I write affirmation books for women. I have one out there for men. Um, my desire in life is just to empower as many people as I can, and mm-hmm. um, whatever life teaches me hits me with, knocks the wind out of me with, you know, we take that lemon, make it lemonade, and we, uh see if we can get everybody else to drink the sweetness as well.
2: <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, and so um, for you. And um, I, I, I know we might have talked about this before, but for you, what was one of the reasons? Uh, because a lot of your books um, deals with affirmations and, and things that mm-hmm. we can basically encourage ourselves with on a daily basis. Why the affirmations? What created that connection between you personally and how affirmations worked? specifically for yourself.
4: Absolutely. Well, you know, naturally I am an exhorter. I encourage people. Mm-hmm. I uplift. It's just something that happens, you know, um, easily. It comes for me like water. Right. And right. in dealing with people, I found that not only did they need it, but, you know, I needed it as well. And in mm-hmm. seeing that that was something that was um, relevant to everyone's life, I said, you know, well, this seems like a, a – a really good place to start because it's organic to my most authentic self. You know, with my first book, there are beautiful affirmations for um, women. I wrote that book because I wanted to take my life. And what I found was that it was a lot easier to encourage myself when I understood that I wasn't the only person going through what I was going through. So as you know, as I wrote that book, and really wrote it to myself. I wrote it to everyone else. So affirmations have been, you know, the saving grace for my life because when you Mm -hmm. take that focus off of yourself and start sending that love out to other people, it's life-changing. Absolutely. And
2: and I think also a lot of times we um, have got into the mode of, which nothing is wrong with it, seeking out Advice and wisdom from other people, but there are also moments that we go through things where people aren't accessible, you know they may have things going mm-hmm. on uh in their own personal life or what may have you and so some to be able to have something in front of you that you can read and encourage yourself during those moments, such as you know the affirmations that you share um can help us you know through those rough um and those difficult times that you know we experience in life.
4: That's, that's that's so true. You know, I found um, my my most recent book was *Moments of Beauty*. Minute um, mm-hmm. affirmations for women on the move. And I was telling someone this morning, actually, as a matter of fact, I I have these moments where I'm attempting to to kind of maneuver through my day, and then something will happen or something will hit me, and I'm like, oh, that sucks. And it kind of like mm-hmm. drains you a little bit, right? Right. And, you know, I have these moments where I'm like, well, what am I writing for? I Today feels so bad. No one's going to read my books anyway. We, we all have that moment where we, we go to the dark place, right? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I released this book, Moments of Beauty, and um, within maybe of the first couple of days of its release, I got a message where one of the women who had read my book, she sought me out. And, um, you know, my information is in the back of my books. And, you know, she told me how, you know, she felt like my affirmations were speaking directly to her. And it was what she needed to hear in that moment. So moments like that, it reminds me why I do what I do. You know what I mean? I'm not doing it to get on any list. That would be great. But I I do it because I'm not the (laughs) only one out here who needs to know that you are good enough. That, you know, today may be kind of bad or really bad, but tomorrow is going to be better. And why is it going to be better? Because you are worth shifting your perspective to see how it can be. Absolutely. So,
2: absolutely, absolutely. With um the process um of this specific book, um Crown Adjusted Daily Affirmations uh, for Teens um going through a ba- breakup. What made you specifically want to delve into the topic of needing affirmations for for those moments that we're we're going through um those breakups? Girl,
5: I got my heart broken. Oh, Uh-oh. got my heart broke. My whole little
1: heart
5: got
4: broken up. <laughs> <laughs> so I found that was like, it's like I said before, you know, anything that life teaches me, you know, I know that I'm not the only woman going through it. So I figured, you know, I figure, you know right. let me let me survive this process and write a book about it, and we're gonna turn that pain mm-hmm. into a paycheck. Hallelujah.
1: Absolutely, absolutely,
4: and, <laughs> and then it was therapeutic too. And because a lot of times, you know,
2: when we're going through breakups, and because you know you dealt with this specifically, um, as well as you know some of our listeners, myself included, how did or how does a breakup? How did you feel that a breakup affected you um, mentally, emotionally? And even physically, like how did that part of your life affect you in ways that you were may even been surprised like wow this is this is affecting me like
4: Um, ooh, that is a great question. You know, in the very beginning it was rough.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: It was
4: rough, you know. Um one thing I don't think I had ever known before was that it will feel like somebody's died. Yeah, yeah you know i wasn't prepared for that you know i wasn't prepared for the the moment where this person who had been so significant in my life for such a long time where they would just no longer be accessible and the all the love that was there just a moment ago is poof just gone
1: mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm.
4: i wasn't prepared mm-hmm. for that and um it another thing i it, it's funny because as women, you know, we kind of, we go through things, you know, we've had breakups before, but
3: we, right.
4: there's that great love that you experience. And I don't think I had ever experienced losing a love like that. And mm-hmm. what I found mm-hmm. was that, you know, my, what surprised me the most was how insensitive I was to myself. Yeah. I was so insensitive to myself. It's like, you know, okay, Stelina, why aren't you over this yet? Oh, because he, let me, let me, Qualify this, he was in a relationship maybe days after we were officially broken up. Wow. Right? Wow. So (laughs) for me, I was like, oh, well, if you don't care, then I don't care. Selena, shake this off. But like, you can't (laughs) shake off a broken leg, boo. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. And you got to, it has to get set, it has to heal, and you have to not move it for a while. So in order for it to regenerate. So you know, when you're, when you're seeing, especially when there's a, a level of insensitivity toward you, you start internalizing that. Well, what's wrong with mm-hmm. you that you're not okay now? If they're fine, why aren't you fine? You know, right. we all want to be savages in the land of emotion. And it's so it's not, it's not positive. And it's, mm-hmm. um, it's what begins the, the issues of bitterness, and it's what keeps us from genuinely healing. So mm-hmm. I was very insensitive to myself in that time. And then when I got it, I was like, wait, I don't think this is how it's supposed to go. <laughs> so <laughs> once we got the, the the healthy parts back, then I was able to start seeing things beautifully the way that they actually were. Absolutely. And I think a lot of
2: times initially we become hard on ourselves and it's, it's ironic that no matter how the situation goes, if 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 the person you know hurt you, or you hurt them, whomever you know plays that part, we always go through that. What could I have done to make this outcome mm-hmm. different? You know, what could I have done to, you know, make this person know that I'm 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 the one. Right. <laughs> you know, I'm the one right. that that's made for them, and and so we go through a lot of this psychological turmoil of, you know, man, and and then we go through the process of, oh, Lord, I got to get out here and get the dating again. I got to, you know, go through (laughs) this, you know, (laughs) whole spill again. And people are just like, okay, I'm not ready for that, you know. And so it takes a toll, you know, on you because you're playing all these different things in your head while you're trying at the same time to accept the fact we're no longer together. And then specifically, right. like in your situation, to have somebody like rebound and get in a relationship so quick, you it really makes you feel some type of way, like wow, you know, like oh yeah, am I that easy to get over? <laughs> you know, you know, it's, it, because you know you're just it, like okay, well, how did it get to that point? You know that, you know, you were able to move on um, so fast. And so, one of the things um, that um, I like that you discuss is healing through self-love. And so As oftentimes it. people are always aware of what self-love is. And so, Selena, for you, in your terms, what do you consider to be self-love? And, and how do we go about showing
4: ourselves self-love through breakups? Sure. You know, um, self-love is the – the beautiful action of accepting who you are understanding that you're not perfect and giving yourself some self-compassion because you're not perfect um self-love is the ability to see your worth when you're loving yourself properly you're able to see yourself properly um and the reason why this is so important when you're healing especially through a breakup you know a breakup has it can whether you're the person doing the um the ending of the relationship or if someone ends a relationship with you, it has um the power to take a toll on your self esteem. Um if you if you let it. You know, some things are are controllable. You know, I'm not going to allow right. this person to speak lies to me, but you know, mm-hmm. there are other mm-hmm. things, that space where the what if and I think you talked about it before, right. what could I have done? Or was I not good enough for the end mm-hmm. right after mm-hmm. um, things were officially ended between my ex and I, my biggest question was, well, what's wrong with me?
1: Mm-hmm.
4: What's wrong with Stelina? What what wasn't I? You know, wow. and what I found yeah. was that, and, I, and honestly, you know, the answer to that question is what really catapulted me into my healing because the answer to that question is Stelina is. It's not what Stelina is and it's what Stelina still is. You know, mm-hmm, when I began mm-hmm. to actually see myself, you know, in my true form, which is not through the veil of a breakup, not through right. the eyes of an ex, but for who I was, who Stelina is, when I was able to witness and go, oh, well, he was, doing some really dirty stuff, but my heart is still beautiful. Right. You understand what I mean? Right. He, right. he yeah. really hurt yeah. me, but I'm still here. Absolutely. And I still want to love, and I still have the capacity to love. And wait a minute, he didn't take that from me? That's not gone? was Oh, right. so wait, if that's not gone, then I'm girl, I'm
1: lovable.
4: Stellina, you're so <laughs> lovable, girl. And, I, and when it began to kind of hit me, And it's like, we have to, one of the things that I did, because everyone's situation isn't mine, but for me, what I did was I took the power out of the hands of my ex, because the way things ended with he and I was that he, like, we broke up. I broke up with him, because I found out about Mm -hmm. the other woman. And then he called me to let me know that there was some craziness about to happen. And that's when I discovered that, he was in, like, this full-on relationship with this other woman. They're, like, in love on Facebook and everything, right? Wow. Like, girl, girl, that (laughs) thing was humiliating. Do you hear me? Wow.
1: Wow. And I
4: I think it was was because of the nature of the situation that I understood the strength of the woman that I am. You know, sometimes Mm -hmm. you don't recognize the strength that you have until you start going through some things that should really keep you in your room under the covers with the ice cream and the pork chops. Mhm, mhm, right? <laughs> but because that didn't happen it, it let me see things clearly you know I'd be I'm like why do I why do I care what he says he's a liar
1: mm-hmm, oh mm-hmm.
4: right that guy lies you don't get to say who I am you don't get to say what happens next so when you start taking the power back from them by seeing yourself for who you are and seeing that situation for what it is it 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 really begins to empower you to kind of thrive in the self-love. One of the things that really helped me, and I talk about this in the book, um, I call it the shift, right? You know, it's, um, it's an acronym, S-H-I-F-T. It stands for self-care, honesty, introspection, forgiveness, and transformation. Mm. One of the things that. that I found was that this shift, was so necessary, and in the moment when the breakup was happening and I was kind of by myself and I'm looking at things, I didn't see the gift that it was,
5: mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm.
4: So slowly but surely, like in the very, let me be honest, in the very beginning, I hit out at my brother's house because I'm getting all of these text messages, I'm getting all these calls because this is a very public thing that's happening, right?
1: hmm Right.
4: And I was doing a good one, you know, I'm not really big in a lot of places, but people who know what I do and know who I am, you know, this it's it's strange. And I'm so private. So I hide out at my brother's house and I crawl into a bottle of Moscato. I ain't gonna lie, tell the truth. And I laid and I cried for like a week. But I still had work to wow. do. Right?
1: Yeah. So right. I kinda had to
4: pop back into my life because Mm -hmm, your life doesn't mm -hmm. stop because you get your heart broken, right? Then I started seeing how things about me, things that I do, the things that I pride myself on as a woman, they started to decline. And I was like, wait a minute. We're not going to let this happen. Mm -hmm. And it started with my self-care. Like I started, I had to put in some serious intentional effort. Go get your nails done, Selena. Go get your feet done, Selena. Go make sure Mm -hmm. that you spend some time sitting and just meditating with God, Selena. Selena, take a second, and just breathe. Right. And all that love that I had left over, I started pouring it into myself. And then I had to start thinking and asking myself some questions because honesty and introspection, they go hand in hand,
1: mm-hmm.
4: right? You can't start looking at what's on the inside if you're not willing to be honest about it when you do.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. And what
4: I – I found that I had let some things slip. I had been buried beneath this relationship that I had been in for five years that I didn't even recognize that there Mm -hmm. were so many instances where I had lost bits of myself or had given away parts of myself. Mm
3: -hmm. And I
4: started thinking back, like, wait a minute, I used to do this, I used to do this, I used to, where did that go? And it, it didn't just leave me. You know, sometimes when you're in the wrong relationship, you kind of cut yourself away absolutely. to fit into the box.
2: Absolutely, absolutely.
4: And I, I that's what I had done. And being able to kind of sit back and just witness it, I had to see it. I had to take responsibility for because what I did. And, again, everyone's breakup won't be like mine. You know, but the truth was what I had done was I had loved a man so much that I had let that take precedence over loving myself. Wow. So when I realized that this is where the problem is, because I wanted to, oh, my gosh, the the way things ended, I felt initially that I had every right to blame him forever.
1: Mm It was all his Mm -hmm.
4: fault. Because you did this, you did this, and the list goes on. Girl, they created a burn website on that man. Do you hear me?
2: Because he was cheating on about
4: three different other women. Wow, honey. But then they put me on the website. Oh no! As someone who was helping him perpetrate his lies, it oh, got wow. crazy. Crazy! Oh my goodness. Oh, wow. I'm sorry. Then they sent that. Then they sent that website to everyone, in his business contacts. But those business contacts included my family and my friends.
2: Oh man. Mhm.
4: But this is what wow. I Wow. So so the <laughs> this book was a birth out of a place to know that bitterness is a choice and it's mm-hmm. a choice that I mm-hmm. refuse to choose.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely and it. one of the <clears throat> one of the things um you said great several great things, but one of the great the great things that stuck out to me where you talked about how you had went through all of this but your heart was still good. You know your heart, mm-hmm. because a lot of times when I'm I don't know about anybody else, but I'm I'm gonna be transparent. For me, <laughs> when I have went through that break, that bad break breakup in the past, for me, instantly when someone hurts me, I see red. So you're mm-hmm. automatically looking for, okay, well, how do I how do I make this person? Hurt just as bad as right. I am, and then it becomes those those evil thoughts. And you mentioned about being bitter because you become angry because you're sitting back mm-hmm. and you're thinking about okay, I wasted this time on this person. I shared these your you know, intimate personal yeah these personal moments with somebody who I trusted, and you know all of these things. And I think it hurts even worse, especially because you mentioned earlier on. Um, you know, in the broadcast about being in a relationship of this magnitude. You know, I think that when you're in that type of relationship where you are experiencing love or uh, different aspects that you've never felt before, you become even more involved in the relationship because it's like, okay, this is what I really desire. This is what I really want. So maybe, so I guess this is where I'm supposed to be. Then when when, you know, everything, the smoke clears and everything and, and, things have ended you discover like that wasn't the place where I was supposed to be you know and so you could easily go into that anger and go into that rage but the fact that you talked about you know your heart you know your heart was still good and and that's amazing because a lot of times especially dealing with something like that to where it just spreads you know
1: from Mm. just
2: something like a you know small pit fire to like this blazing, (laughs) you know, blazing, horrific event where your family and your friends and and all of these, you know, individuals are getting, you know, caught up in the mix of this as well. You could have easily said, you know what, I'm not going to take this. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to destroy everything. But to be able to keep your sanity at the end of the day, um, I think is most important because, you know, they all, they always say, like, uh, people might forget, like, things you said to them, but they'll never forget, like, how you make them feel, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I, I believe that when people are able to see, like, man, Selena went through some things, but she didn't lose it. She didn't lose her cool, you know? She might have, you know, got knocked down for a couple days, had to get herself together, but she didn't lose who she was. You know, as a person and as an individual, and that's one of the things that, you know, we have to take pride in. into is that we don't lose ourselves or allow people to make us turn into mm-hmm. people that we don't want right. to be, you know, right. <laughs> that we don't want to be.
4: But you know, one of the things, and you said you said a couple of really great things. I always love talking to you. You're so dope. You said a couple of <laughs> really great things. But you know, I had those thoughts. I one hundred percent had those thoughts. Yeah. And you know, yeah. you know, I help people publish books, right? So
1: yeah, yeah, I was like, yeah. Hmm,
4: I could do a couple of things with that,
1: <laughs> <laughs> but then I
4: remembered who I am. You know, yeah. I I'm a woman of integrity. Period. And right. I refused to allow the man that he ended up being, right? That I discovered he was the whole You right. know, I refused to allow that to to turn me into someone else. You know, the women who did what they did with the website, I I, I felt bad for them.
1: Mm-hmm.
5: Because I mm-hmm. understood
4: how they felt. You know, right. I I feel blessed that all he had and I share was five years. Some of those women had twenty years in with this man. Wow. You know, so there are the, there are pockets of gratitude that are within every situation that I feel mm-hmm. like we have to yeah. we have to witness those things, those things that are good, those things that can be learned and I'm not losing there's a lesson here. And one of the things Absolutely. that you know that stuck up to me is you know when they talk about a breakup, the word "break" means to what is it to 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 turn into pieces,
1: mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm.
4: And then "up" is to ascend, you know, higher. So if if what I'm going through is a breakup, and honey, I'm a writer all day. What I what I have to do, what I can't not do, is not take those words and let them empower me. So I'm going to take right. these pieces and I'm going to ascend higher. You know what right. I mean? And one of the ways that I was able to do that is like for the the S and shift forgiveness. It's it is it, because of the what no one tells you when they tell you they something they'll they'll go you know sometimes you just need closure for it to be over and then but no one tells you that sometimes closure isn't closure. Right. You know what I mean? Like I could, you know, between my ex and I, we didn't have a conversation that I could put a step on and say, okay, now it's done. Like he ducked my calls and then I caught him on a whim. And when I realized that literally my, like, not forget my, my, my boyfriend, like my, my significant other, I didn't have a friend in him. Mm Mm-hmm. And when I realized I didn't have a friend in him, I, I, it, it hit me. I figured out there will be no closure here. You're not going to give right. that to me. And right. what I discovered is that closure isn't something that I seek out at anybody else. Closure is something that I have to give to myself. And what I found was that in forgiving him and letting it go and turning all of that energy, that I, that, and it takes so much energy, taking all that Absolutely. energy that I would have had to have and sending him bad vibes his way, taking all that energy and just kind of pouring it back into myself, right. it, it made the entire difference. The entire And, and it's not easy, man. Like it's a, a daily decision, a daily right. decision. Because, you know, at the end of the day, I spent five years with that guy. I still have those moments. You know, mm-hmm. when a movie comes mm-hmm. on, like, nope, can't watch that. That's why another thing with this book, you know, I included music choices, right? Yeah. Because when you're in a relationship with someone, even the music becomes kind of, you know, stamped with memories of them. Absolutely. Absolutely. And what was terrible was that, you know, he and I shared an eclectic taste. And thank God for me, he didn't like show tunes or else I wouldn't have been able to listen to anything. So, you know, one of the things that I include in the book, you know, I, I have um, songs per week, you know, and if this song, and I also put it in the book, if this is a song that doesn't work for you, you can click the link. If you if you get in the Kindle version, click a link, and we'll send right. you to a place where they have lots of other songs. Because music is hard to navigate, and it's difficult, because music is also healing. You know, it's um it's one of those things where, it's about the perspective. I deserve Absolutely. to pour that, to pour all of that, that information that I get, all of that love that I still have for this person, all of that energy. I deserve to pour it into myself.
1: Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I want to—I just want to make
4: sure that every queen out there knows the same thing. You know, you don't have to be stuck. Somebody will love you again. Just because this relationship didn't work doesn't mean you're not lovable. No, it's not all his fault. <laughs> it's not all anybody's fault. You know, there's there's good in it. And also, you know, one of the things that, you know, people don't say that I say in the book is it's okay to miss him. Right. Because people make you feel crazy. Like, I'll never forget, and I, and I love her so, but I called a friend of mine right in the beginning when things were happening. And, you know, and I said, you know, this is how I feel. You know, I miss him, and I'm sad, and I'm upset. And she was like, okay, well, go make your money get it together. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, well, okay. And that's fine to an extent, but it goes back into that narrative that somehow right after a breakup, we just have to put our best face on and figure it out. No,
3: Absolutely. some
4: days you're going to miss him. Some days you're not going to have it to pull together. Some days you're going to be sitting at work and someone's going to say, hey, do you want a Mounds bar the bar? Or are you want going to burst into tears. Why? Because yeah. it's a part of the relationship that you were in, and it doesn't make you weak. It makes you a human being, and there's a way to navigate it all without feeling hopeless. Tomorrow Absolutely. is there for a reason. It won't always be Absolutely. like this today.
2: Absolutely, and I think that is it. You know, important that we remember that. And I think it's it's you know, like you said, it's, it's difficult when we're in that process because. You know, sometimes we don't always see that light at the tunnel. All we see is okay, I'll g I will got to deal with this the next day and, and then the following day and, and what may what may come of this. Um, but knowing uh, that eventually, you know, that I was saying, you know, this too shall pass. And, you know, oftentimes it's not that you'll completely get over um mm-hmm. that that person. But it's the fact that because there's always, like you said, going to be something, maybe a, a certain dinner y'all might have liked or, um, you know, movie, music, whatever, um, or some, you know, crazy joke y'all might have laughed and there might have been y'all insider and, and you think and you reflect on that, you know, and that's fine. Um, but, but it's great that you, you know, embrace that and you can move forward and not get stuck in that um, zone of continuing to feel um, you know, out of sync with yourself, with all of the things that have transpired. You know, so uh, we we do have a um, caller here, and uh, then we're going to take a break. And I see we got some questions uh, from some of the listeners as well. So we're going to go to our caller here. Uh, area code five one zero, last digits nine eight eight two. State your name for us.
5: Hi, this is Carrie. How are you?
2: Hey, Carrie,
5: how are you doing? I'm doing okay. This is a very very nice or I should say, I don't know, for me it feels like a lovely topic of conversation. <laughs> it, because, is, uh, it
3: is. <laughs> yes, it is. Did you have a
5: um,
4: question or comment well, on this, uh, Selena? I just
1: I mean, wanted to um, that
4: it's, it's good, thank you for saying that, that it's okay to miss your accent or
5: those little triggers and things like that because. You know, there's not really a school On how you get over someone When your heart was invested And it didn't work out So I right. to say that it sounds very interesting Your book sounds interesting And I'm enjoying the conversation
3: That's Wonderful, wonderful
1: <laughs> <laughs> Well, we
2: thank you for tuning in And support, as always it's, uh, we, course, we appreciate that <laughs> All righty,
1: um, Okay Okay. And
2: which is very important uh, about what Kira was saying, you know, because nobody, I I think at the end of the day, you know, people can, um, and I see we got some questions related to this, and, and so I'm going to ask that after the break about dealing with the breakup because everybody has their ways and mechanisms of, of how they think you should deal with your Pacific breakup, whether that's friends, family, whomever. Um, A lot of people like to give their input on that. Uh, So what I want to do is I want to take a little break, uh, but we're going to come back, you guys, uh, with some more um, from Selena Goodwin, you guys, right here on The Beautiful Butterfly. And welcome back everyone to the beautiful butterfly show. I'm your host, Bianca Fly. Um, and welcome back everyone. We are on with Selena Goodwin, um, author of Crown Adjusted Daily Affirmation for Queens going through a breakup, you guys. And so If you're on the line, you got a question or comment, feel free to call in. The number is 347-326-9139 is the number. Or if you're on already, you can go ahead and press 1, and we'll be happy to bring you in so that you can join the conversation with us. And so, um, Selena, we do have a question here. Um, Megan uh, from Atlanta, she says, what do you suppose I do when I have to be around my ex constantly? Unfortunately, we work in the same environment on a daily Mm. basis. Our breakup was not a good one. I was angry. I was bitter. I was sad. You name it, I was all of that. But I have to face Mm. him every day in one way or the other. How do I get around this and not feel bitter or angry every time? I see him. That's, that's a good one. Ooh,
4: that is a good question. <laughs> you know, it's, it's one of the reasons why the young women that I mentor, even the um, the old women that I coach, you know, I always say, you know, you don't who will you eat?
1: Yeah. Because yeah. when
4: you come back to it, you know, if that thing does go sour, it's like, now, this is a place where I need to handle my business, but I have to see you, and I'm distracted, so very I can't true. operate very on true. you know my most optimum level but my advice yep. to um to beat with megan megan um Megan, this is what I say to you um there are going to be moments when you're gonna be faced with your very very uncomfortable situation with your ex but this is what I say. I say, turn that energy around. You know, you have to, This it's a decision that you're going to have to make. You decide if every time I see this person, I'm going to let them make me cringe on the inside because I'm so angry about what they've done. You're going to have to start daily letting it go. Because mm-hmm. when, when you think about what she's saying, all of that energy and it is so important It takes so much more energy to to dislike or hate someone else
3: than it does to
4: to love on yourself.
3: You're taking away
4: from you. And what I would suggest, honestly, I would suggest some very intentional positive living. You know, you're about to go Mm -hmm. into a situation where there's someone that you don't like, so you got to get yourself pumped up before you get there, like football players do before they go onto the field. You're about to go into a field where you're in a place where someone. Um, is directly negatively affecting you, and you've shared intimate space with this person. So my suggestion is before you go into work and after you come home, get yourself into a positive space. And what's going to begin to happen is once you start introducing that habit into your life, he's going to fade away. And the beautiful thing that comes from creating a habit for yourself is though he'll be gone, you'll have that Mm -hmm. for yourself.
2: Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Absolutely, absolutely. Great answer, and thank. Uh, great question, Megan. Uh, thank you for sending that one great in. Question. And uh, we have another caller here from area code nine one nine, last digit zero one one five. State your name and where you're calling from.
5: My name is Michelle. I'm calling from Raleigh, North Carolina. Welcome, Michelle. How are you? Hi, hey, Michelle. You got a um, question or comment for Selena? I would like to ask her, how do you um, strategize actually seeing your ex with another female
1: mm. and coping in a
5: way where you coping how you positively cope when you're still hurting? Mm. Mm.
1: Um,
5: when, let me ask you
4: this. How are you seeing them? Are you all in the, still in the same circles? What are you, what are well, you doing it's, it's, with
5: that? I, mean, I actually have a friend who have actually separated from her ex, and she lives in another mm-hmm. state. But she calls mm-hmm. me whenever she see him, and he's with the other woman. And she has she is very hysterical, and I'm telling her to move on with your life. You cannot right. change anything. You're gonna make him even not want to be with you more. And it's right. like, wanna well, what am I supposed to do? And that's mm-hmm. all she keeps thinking about. Like you say, the things she's invested, the time, the living together, the promises mm-hmm. that are broken. And she's mm-hmm. concentrating so much on that to so that she sees someone else taking that from her and she's hating and attacking the other woman.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah.
5: Focus cool on him. See, that's, and I <laughs> just see the other woman is being victimized, not only by him, but to her from her because she's caught in the mix. Well, yeah, you're
4: absolutely right. You know, one of the things for me with with my ex and his new girlfriend, you know, I wanted in the very beginning to, huh. you know, I had so many things to say. I'm like, oh, because she's probably this, she's probably that. And then I had to remember, I did not have no relationship with this woman. She it wasn't her that I had invested time with and she hadn't done anything to me. She was just like me. All she did was fall in love with a man.
5: Right? right.
4: So, you know, one of the things that's so important is to you you gotta focus the energy. You know, what I found is that because you said you said a couple of things. You said that um that she all she can seem to think about is what she's lost and what she's invested and how you know, she feel like it's being taken from her. You know, it's it, it's so unfortunate because it's difficult sometimes to truly apply blame where it belongs, you know. Right. When you love someone, right. like your friend seems to love this gentleman, you know, it's so hard to say, no, this is your fault because you love them and you don't, you don't want to see them in that negative light. But the truth is, you know, when when you are, because she obviously is unable to see things clearly. right Right. which would then bring us to start questioning the areas of self-love and self-care where is she with that because if she was loving herself if she understood her worth if she was taking care of herself right then seeing him with her wouldn't cause this type of thing on this such how long have they been apart
5: um, I would say about three months. I think what gets her. Oh, is that's kind of new. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
5: Her picture is on Facebook. She feel like the other woman knew she exists, and um, oh, girl, I just, okay. I, 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 I feel one. like, yeah. I, I want to be a mm. listening ear. Um, I want to support her, but it's like I'm running out of suggestions. <laughs>
1: Right. So I mean, this, I mean right. If you
4: suggested right. to her to block. Like one thing that I say in the book is, "May your block hand be strong," because you you can't you cannot expect to grow in ground that has been soiled by the past. It won't work. And if all I'm doing is I'm on Facebook and I'm looking and I'm seeing you, and she saw me my issue isn't with the other woman. My issue is with him. And until she's actually willing to deal with that, she's not going to be able to move forward. And until she's actually able to deal with herself, she's not going to be able to move forward. And one of the things that I encourage anyone who's dealing with, um, who's a friend of a queen going through a breakup, you have to know when to be gentle and you have to know when you're enabling the BS. Mm-hmm. You
1: mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Because
4: at some point, you know, you're running out of things to say, and I'm, not, and I'm sure you've been her friend. Well, girl, I understand. I know you have every right to be her because she does, because we're right. women and we're human, and you love someone, and they didn't care for that love properly, and they didn't handle your heart right. Right? Mm-hmm. However, at some point, you have to make the decision as to whether or not I'm going to be a volunteer in this situation or if I'm going to take a breath. And be an advocate for myself, she's got to advocate mm-hmm. for herself
5: if she, she doesn't
4: want more, there won't be anything that you can say okay,
1: absolutely absolutely. well,
2: thank you so much for calling in with your question. We definitely appreciate it. hope
5: that answers your question. I'm sorry it did it did, it did. <laughs> Thanks a lot Thank you so.
2: absolutely. No thank problem. you so much for calling in. Wonderful, wonderful, great question. Um, Also, uh, let's see here. Uh, Sandra um, from Las Vegas, she says, uh, during my breakup, I had to deal with family and friends constantly telling me I needed to get back with my ex. Now, here's a person who really broke my heart, put me in a fragile state of mind, yet this is the same person everybody felt I was destined to be with. What should my response be when people constantly bring this topic up in mixed conversation about me getting back with my ex?
4: You know, that's such a, it, it's so difficult when you're with someone and mm-hmm. and I hate to say it to say, but they infiltrate your family.
2: You know what yes. I mean? Yes. Yes. So, where you're trying to,
4: to move forward and yes. get on. And, you know, like for me, everything was like, well, are you still with him? He was handsome. He had muscles.
2: Are
3: you still <laughs> with him?
4: You know, it's like, and why are you not with him? And it's like, you right. know, what I would say to that call, you know, you, it's what you tell those people is that you prefer your sanity. You say, no, mm-hmm. thank you. It's not, and, you know, yeah. some, and this is another thing. You don't have to discuss anything. Right. Your no is enough. They can right. push. They can pry. Just say no, no thank you. He's not good no. for me.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: And sometimes you have to, when, if if the words, he's not good for me, doesn't resonate with your family, then that that that's going to have to, at some point, you're going to have to mark that down in the back of your mind and say, these people don't have my best interest at heart. If you're going to keep telling me to be with someone that I'm telling you is not good for me, because you like how the optics look and you think that I'm destined to be with them when it's my destiny and I can tell you mm-hmm. for a fact it doesn't work. If I'm telling you that this isn't the right thing for me and you aren't able to accept it, maybe we don't need to talk. So mm-hmm, one word mm-hmm. is if, if you're telling them and they're still not listening after that, it's, don't talk about it anymore.
3: Right. Let, right. It, it
4: takes two to have a conversation. Let them talk alone. Nope, I'm good. <laughs> what those spoken means at? Nope, 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 I'm good.
1: Dang, are my lights on? Ooh. Yep.
2: <laughs> because, it you know, it, it's, 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 you know, true of what you were saying about how when a person, especially when they become um, involved, especially when your mom or your your dad or whoever really likes to him, oh, I think he's a great guy, and you think, like, you don't know the half, you know, <laughs> so right. to think about it, you know, and then you have people who, just want you to, you know, be with somebody so bad that they they want you to to deal with certain stuff. And and I think that's how a lot of people end up getting into awful relationships, awful marriages, because you end up committing to somebody who is not deserving of you.
1: You know, mm-hmm. someone who
2: is not appreciating the man or the woman that you are and we're doing that based off of other people telling us, okay, this is the person who you should be with. Here's the person that that you should commit to. Instead of us, you know, listening to ourselves and understanding, you know, what is really meant um to take place uh within our own life. And so, um one of the the, the things about breakup, uh, is that it has a tendency to affect us sometimes on how we look at future relationships. So from your insight, from your perspective, Selena, after a breakup, how should we prepare ourselves? For that moment of of just being with ourselves, sometimes some of us want to take some time to just work on ourselves and and refocus on ourselves before we jump into a relationship. But how do we, we prepare ourselves after going through a heartbreak for that next relationship whenever it should come?
4: you know it is it's funny that the the order of the conversation is happened the way that it happens because that's really the the final letter in the the ship acronym <laughs> is T, which is um transformation and what yes. happens when you know once you're in that space and you want to try again but you're afraid because of you know how things have happened one mm-hmm, of the things mm-hmm. that i found was really important for me was i pre- I, I proceeded with caution right, right. you know i tried the dating way too soon and I found myself being way more um vulnerable than mm-hmm. I should have been with people who had not earned a right to that vulnerability. Right? Right. Right. So making sure that you don't go out before you're ready is so important and you'll know you're ready when you are I'm one second for me. Sorry. Interference on this name. You'll know you're ready when you're able to to have a conversation and not in the back of your mind be thinking, I bet you lying about everything you say. And <laughs> I found that that's that was what happened with me. You know, like I was, the conversation would be really, really good and things would be going great. And I'm like, yo, he seems like a really nice guy. And then like within the next 10 minutes, I'm like, so when are you going to like cheat on me and leave me and put me publicly on Facebook and humiliate my life? I'm like, wait, what? No. So just take some time. Another way to prepare is to make sure that if you decide to go on a few dates, that introspection piece, you got to go back to that. Start paying attention to yourself. Because what I began to find was that I would go on. So I was finally in a place where I wasn't super vulnerable, right? But I I would heckle. If that makes sense, I'm just gonna be honest. Like, you know, I'd be talking to a guy, and then it would just, it would kind of be like, like at a comedy show where like the the comedian's telling the jokes. You got a person in the front going, "Boom!" Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what I would do, you know, because I wa I, I still honestly wasn't ready to date, and I had to I had to kind of take that back into my cave. Like it was a mess. I would take that back into my cave and go. So, Selena, what's happening here? And you have to know the difference between. When guys that you're dating aren't so great, and when you are still dealing with some residual pain,
1: absolutely. So paying
4: attention to yourself, I I honestly recommend journaling because there is nothing more profound than hearing what you feel from you when you go back and read it.
1: So it allows you
4: the insight. You know, sometimes we'll keep things in our mind and we'll go. well, maybe this was how I felt, but I can't really remember. So then we'll ask our friends. But when we're keeping a log of what we're feeling and how we're feeling, and then when we go on a date with Rob and we kind of write down how that went and, you know, how I felt, and then maybe three months later I go on a date with Billy, and I feel how I felt, so I'm going to go back in my journal and see, what well, was it like that? So you're able to really kind of compare the two to see where you are. You know, one of the things that I think is so important um, is to spend a lot of time with your friends and family. Let me right. let me qualify this. Hold on. Spend a lot of time with your positive friends and family because what will happen? And you know how I feel, Bianca, about that circle, honey. You know I'm, I'm really, really big about <laughs> right who's in your circle. Um, but it's it's so important to make sure. That you spend time with people who are able to give you some real feedback about you and what's going on. Like my mom was instrumental for me. You know, I was mm-hmm. like, I'm not ready mm-hmm. to date. was like, Go try it. And I went and I tried it. It was terrible, but it wasn't terrible because I wasn't ready. It was terrible because the date was bad. But I was able right. to see the difference. You know what I mean? So you have to have the Absolutely. right people around you, and you'll know you'll and you'll you'll see yourself begin to change when you start allowing your mindset to be that of what you're grateful for and what Mm -hmm. you still have against what's not so great and what you no longer have. When you start pouring that love back into yourself as opposed to being Ah. upset because you can't give it out to someone else, when you're able to do that, then you'll begin to start seeing easily that all guys aren't the same. You'll begin to start seeing that, okay, well maybe I might want to maybe I might want to try this, and this is this is the truth that no one really says. Some people just don't need the date absolutely It's not for everybody. Mhm,
1: mm-hmm. It's not
4: you know some people kind of just need to stay on their own for a while because absolutely.
1: we
4: we go into these relationships and we finally get out and we itch to get right back in without taking any time to do any inventory.
2: Mhm. And then we wonder why those relationships don't work out. We wonder, like, why did they, you know, end up in the same way? Well, it's because we still, you know, it's it's the Erica Badu song, bag lady. We still got the bag Mm -hmm. on our back from the previous relationship and uh, and those bags from our, our previous emotions and feelings and how we dealt with that. And we haven't released those things. So now that we've met yep. this person, and they could it could be the right person, but because of what we're dealing with and what we're going through mentally and emotionally, we ain't ready for what they're bringing. We're not ready for what they're going to, you know, what they're trying to, you know, bring to the relationship. And, and then so we're looking at things, you know, in, in another Headspace, so to speak. And so we have to, I, I it's, it's, and you can't stress that enough, you know, being vital and taking that time to just be like, okay, who, you know, all right, this is who Stelina is. This is who Bianca is. Let me just, you right. know, focus on me at that time. And I think a lot of times, you know, we get caught up now um, because, and I, I had posted a, a post about this recently about how we see these means of people in relationships and and we fantasize like, oh, I want that relationship. So we're going out, we're seeking a mate. Well, we don't know what these people are going through in their relationships right. behind the scenes, you know. And so all we can do is, you know, help the feel feel about a foundation build a foundation for our own relationships and create our own, you know, definitions for things. But I think at times we have to learn to take a break and not feel rush or pressure to get in relationships because it seems the thing to do, you know.
4: That's absolutely true. You know, a lot of times we find, and it's, it's sad because we end up in relationships and honestly a lot of my friends ended up in marriages because other people thought they should be because the time was right, because, you know, we've been together for so long. Mm -hmm. What does it Mm -hmm. mean if we aren't married? You know what I mean? And, you know, a lot of us are conditioned to chase the ring instead of actually chasing ourselves and our purpose so that when if the ring comes or when the ring comes, we're in the right alignment to be able to make the right decision as opposed to choosing it because someone told us that's what it was supposed to be for us, you know? And I think one of the things that's so important to do is you got to take some time and really kind of ask yourself, what is this relationship giving me?
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What am I Absolutely. getting from
4: this relationship? You know, is Absolutely. this really what I want? You know, with my mm-hmm. ex, I we had a a considerable age gap between us, and what I discovered, you know, I there were so many concessions that I would make because I quote unquote loved him, but yeah. I I came to realize after things were over, oh, that's not how I feel. That's not what I mm-hmm. want. That's not right. who I am. Right. And, you know, we want to get into relationships, especially especially after you get out of one. You know, the first mm-hmm. thing on your mouth is like, you know, I don't want to be with anybody forever and ever, never again. And then, like, you start feeling a little bit better. And you're like, well, maybe, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> that would be a little hasty. And and, and I
2: think I, I think that we also have to be mindful of, you know, kind of what I was saying at the beginning of the show of what how the relationship is forming us as an individual like you said you know yeah where you begin to take on thoughts or okay of of what your mate be thinking and you're like okay well I don't really necessarily agree with that but you also have to keep in mind of what type of individual like if you are in a relationship and, and you're blossoming you're growing and you're seeing different things by being with that person, that's great. That's fantastic. But I, I recall, you know, someone telling me about them being in a relationship where they began to feel so much like a different person. They felt like they, mm. were, they were, were beginning to, you know, dislike a lot of things because of the person that they were weak and the things that they were having to deal with. By being with that person. And so I think sometimes we, we get in relationships and, and we settle for less. We, we change yes. the way we do things because we're trying to show this person, I love you. I love you. I'm committed to you. I'm devoted to you. And then that person is not appreciative of that. So we're sitting back like, oh, heck. You know, like I'm I'm mm-hmm. I'm giving you everything I got, but you're not, you know, being open to this or you're not being receptive to this and so I'm gonna to need to throw in the towel so that I can I can regain back, you know, the person who I am. Um and so And it's you know, out of it, order. It's, it's, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's out of order. Absolutely. Like when you
4: because you said something so powerful, you know, we wanna we were trying to prove to this person that that we love them and that yeah. that we have their better interest at heart. And the truth is, mm-hmm. and I discovered this with my own case, but I, what I found was that I was out of order.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All of that mm-hmm.
4: love that I was trying to make him feel that I had for him, it was my job and my duty to do that for myself first.
1: Mm. right?
4: First and right. foremost.
1: Yep. And oh, yeah.
4: what happens after that is, I'm going to. I think Yala Van Zandt has a quote. She says that I can't tell someone how to love me. I can see the love that they give me, and I can make the decision as to whether or not I'm going to accept that love or not. Right?
1: Mm-hmm. But
4: I don't. I shouldn't have to convince you of my love. This is my love. Here it is. You can accept it, or you can choose not to. You know, what right. that, because convincing you of my love kind of boils down to I want, I'm good enough. See, see, I am good enough. No, 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 I'm worthy. I'm worthy mm-hmm, to be mm-hmm, loved by mm-hmm. you. Do you see it? Do you see it? And that's not how it's supposed to work. It doesn't, right. it's not supposed to work that way. So, and we end up at a deficit when in truth what's supposed to happen is that our love is supposed to flow over ourselves. Right. So when we have someone who rejects our love, we understand what's happening because when you're coming from a place where you aren't loving yourself, when someone rejects your love, you immediately think there's something wrong with you.
1: Absolutely.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, we have a caller here on the line, uh, area code 281, last digits 6588. Uh your name on where you're calling from.
6: Good evening. My name is Reginald. I'm calling from Houston, Texas. How are you doing this evening?
2: We are doing great. We are on with uh, Selena Goodwin, and she's talking um, about her book entitled Crown Adjusted Daily Affirmations for Queens Going Through a Breakup. So we're discussing the emotional, physical, and thought process of of going through a breakup. So you got a question or comment you want to add to the conversation? Uh, A little
6: bit of both. First and foremost, good evening, Ms.
4: Goodwin. How are you doing? I'm well. How are you?
6: I'm doing fine Um, I've had an opportunity to kind of sit back And listen to the show as far as getting a perspective Well I guess a woman's perspective And I just wanted to chime in as far as From a male perspective Okay Um, I think for us as males And I can speak for me personally That we have a tendency to somewhat micromanage When it comes to our emotions And our Mm -hmm. feelings I find Mm -hmm. that once we Remove that veil and we learn how to trust and love someone unconditionally. And you feel that love has been has been betrayed where you've done everything on your part to earn that person's trust and love. And then they lie to you. And they take you through an emotional roller coaster, and it leaves you somewhat empty. And there's a void here, And I wanted to ask you from your perspective, how do you bounce back from that? Because I know for me, it took me an extended period of time to really be able to trust a woman because I'm saying, wait a minute, if I've done A, B, C, and D to earn this person's trust and respect, what is there left for me to do when it goes sideways?
4: Hmm. Good question. Wow. Um, that's a very good question. For me, what, what, what really helps getting just so that it's clear, I'm still in the process of healing. Right. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that I find helps me a lot is to I guard my heart and I don't let anyone into a space that they haven't earned the right to be in. Right. And it doesn't mean that, you know, I have conversations and I shut things down. You're getting too close I'm not answering that question. But, you know, there are certain personal parts to me that I don't just let anyone into um and i guess it comes from that other side where it's like you know someone does have to earn my trust and if you earn my trust and then you lie to me i'm not sure if your question is does it bring you back to a place where you can't trust anybody again or or what but for mm-hmm. me um what it's done is it lets me know that on an individual basis right there are people that I yes. let in so far based on what I've seen from you and what um, what interaction we've had. And then there are people who don't get to come in. You know you right. know what I'm saying? Like you don't, you don't get to get that close to me because you haven't earned that right. And for the people who have earned the right to get close, and if there's something that happens that betrays my trust, if they've earned that right, then they've earned the conversation. You understand what I mean? As opposed to one of the things I'm famous for is, you know, kind of cutting it off, blocking them out, keeping it pushing, but they've earned the conversation to have, you know, what's happening here. I keep it in my mind that everyone's not the same. And when you keep that in the forefront, it makes it just a tad bit easier. It's all hard because when your emotions are betrayed, um, the immediate response is to shut down, kind of like with the, the the steel vault door, and let that just be it. But I constantly remind myself that there is more. I think I, I think more so. I live with a disposition of hope and optimism. You understand what I mean? All the while being a realist and making sure that I have boundaries in place. That was a long way to What's say that? that. That's basically what I'm
3: saying. <laughs> <laughs>
6: I mean, I totally agree. I mean, I, I would be the first one to admit, I mean, for me, from a personal standpoint, I mean, there is still a major lock, you know, for, as far as for me, as far as trusting. Because you, I'm, very, I'm, I'm, I'm very, I'm at the point in my life where I'm not just going to allow anyone in my circle. I have a certain circle of people that I deal with. And then, as far as trusting a woman, that's still somewhat to me. That's something that I'm still working on. That's very taboo to me because, again, like I said, I, like I said, I totally get it. I understand um, when you mess with someone' heart, mess when you when you mess with someone's heart like that, and you know that you've done all you can, and then things go in a direction where you feel like it's becoming unhealthy. It's hard to gain that trust back. It's really, truly hard to gain that trust. So I look at every, I accept, I accept things for what they are, but at the same time, I'm very cautious as far as who I'm dealing with when it comes to dealing with a female. I'm very cautious.
4: But you should Absolutely. be. And, you know, it's mm-hmm. it's going to take, it's going to take however it takes. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's healing. And one of the things that I say often is that healing, honestly, is an ugly process. It's not pretty. It it does not look you know, like the end result. you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's gritty and it's tough. Um, But one of the things I just want to encourage you, you know, keep pushing. It's because it sounds like there is a, a, at least a level of hope there. You know what I mean? It's Mm -hmm. just going to take a while for you to get to a place where you feel like you can open up and that's all right. It takes how long it takes.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely.
6: Well, I want to Absolutely. thank both of you ladies for your time. Wonderful show. Thank you so much for the uh, encouragement. I really appreciate it.
5: Absolutely. No thank you so much all.
2: for calling in. Oh,
6: no,
2: not a problem. All right. Awesome. That was good to hear from a, a male's perspective. Um, really, I really. It is. Uh, I'm glad that he called in, and I'm glad that so many of you have called in and chimed in on the conversation tonight, and if you guys have heard a conversation with me and Stelina before, you guys know we can go for a four-hour show um, if we wanted to, <laughs> <laughs> but all things must come to an end. And so, of course, crowd-adjusted uh, daily affirmations for queens going through a breakup. Uh, Stelina, tell everybody where they can go, um, well, the drop date for the book, where they can go to purchase this book as well as your other um, awesome books, um, and where they can connect with you at.
4: Absolutely. Um, you can purchase Crown Adjustment on Amazon. Um, it's available for Kindle, but it will also be available um, in paperback version in February. You can reach me if you want um, at stelinagoodwin.com, Just go to our contact us form, fill it out, and you can get straight to me. Um, I have a couple of other books, Dear Beautiful, 31 Days of Affirmations for Women and Moments of Beauty Affirmations for Women on the Move. So you can also purchase those books on Amazon or from my website, selenagilwin.com.
2: Wonderful, wonderful. Um, and Selena, as always, is always great. Um, talking with you about these topics because they are topics that, um, you know, people think, oh, breakup, but it's so many levels to a breakup, you know, right. um, and so many levels to healing and, and coming out um, out of the journey of dealing with all of that. And so I'm glad that you were able to shed some light on um, all these situations and also provide um, some um, great advice for our callers this evening. And it's always a pleasure Uh, to have you here on the show, and I uh, definitely know uh, great things are on the works for you, and I look forward to having you back on here again. I know you got some great things in the works for 2018. You know I do. I'm excited (laughs) Absolutely, absolutely So you guys make sure that you uh, get in contact with uh, Selena Go purchase her books Um, I'll also be sharing the link uh, where you guys And uh, don't forget, um, a lot of people have been taking advantage of this Uh, Selena actually has the e-book for this uh, For a special price uh, right now And we know everybody loves a good bargain um, so Honey. go on over to the <laughs> <laughs> the beautiful butterfly show page or Bianca Fly page on Facebook, and you guys will see the link where you can go ahead and purchase the ebook. But I know some people love to flip those pages, and so the paperback will be ready uh, for you, ready to be purchased in February. And as soon as it drops, I will be sharing the information uh, so that you guys can go and purchase it um, and, and get these affirmations into your mind, into your soul, and pass them along to a good girlfriend or two. And As well in the process. And so, uh, Selena, thank you so much for joining me this evening. I definitely appreciate you taking the time to come on here.
4: Thank you for having me. You know, I love when I get to talk to you. You're amazing. Absolutely, my pleasure.
2: Thank you so much, and thank you for just bringing so many great topics to shed light upon and great insight. And uh, we look forward to having you back on here again soon, and I hope you have a great rest of your evening, and I'll be talking with you again soon. All right, talk to you soon. All right, bye-bye. All right, you guys. That was Arthur Stelina Goodwin of Crime Adjusted Daily Affirmations for queens going through a breakup. So big thank you to all of our callers on the lines for tuning in. To those of you who called in with your questions and comments, we definitely appreciate you. Um, to those of you who sent your questions through inbox, um, appreciate you as well. Um, and to those of you who will be listening to it on the replay. And uh, you know, one of the things is breaking up is is never easy. Uh, letting go of the one you love. Especially um, after weeks, months, or hey, even years of those treasured memories, uh, sometimes it can feel like it's kind of splitting you in half. But the positive side to a breakup is that we can learn even more about ourselves. So there's no, um, no, no issue in taking a hiatus from love. It affords us the chance to get reacquainted with ourselves and helps us to become help us to come and realize uh, that we. we. We are not alone out there in our heartbreak. And so uh, the thing is, at the end of the day, you get back to yourself and who you are. Uh, So with that said, folks, we're going to get ready to get out of here. Don't forget to join us tomorrow. I mean, not tomorrow, excuse me, Thursday, at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're going to have Arthur Netta Vaughn on, and she's going to be talking about the healing zone, and so that's going to be our mental health awareness segment. This Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, same time, same place. I am Bianca Fly, and don't forget, it's your time, ladies and gentlemen. Have a good one.
1: away